Hello and welcome to St Tom's Online. Please find this morning's recording of Morning Prayer. Good morning. Just waiting. It's not quite quarter past yet, but we'll just wait a little while and uh, see who is able to join us this morning. my phone ready to check for messages and so on so that'll be good just sending a reminder to the people i usually send a reminder to for morning prayer good morning leslie good morning dawn wonderful i will just give it another couple of minutes to see or less than a couple of minutes. We'll give it another minute to see if anybody else is going to join us. Morning, Deirdre. God is good. It's an interesting start to this Tuesday mor- uh, Wednesday morning. I'm even on the wrong day. Um, it's funny weather in Warberswick is how I'd describe it. I don't know what it's like in Fairwick, but it's a little bit dull and threatening to rain any minute and yet it's quite warm which is just strange but there we are the English weather is always strange morning Ruth and lovely to see everybody so I'm going to be using the uh, Northumbrian order for morning prayer or Celtic daily prayer as it's called on my book Um, and it's the one Judy used yesterday, so it is, and we know we, we know and love this one. It's beautiful um, liturgy. Morning, Pauline. So let's start. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. One thing I have asked of the Lord, this is what I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord, all the days of my life to behold the beauty of the Lord and to seek him in his temple. And now the calls and responses. Who is it that we seek? We seek the Lord our God. Do you seek him with all your heart? Amen. Lord have mercy. Do you seek him with all your soul? Amen. Lord, have mercy. Do you seek him with all your mind? Amen. Lord, have mercy. Do you seek him with all your strength? Amen. Christ, have mercy. We need a lot of mercy to be able to do any of those things. And morning, Jenny. Lovely to see you this morning and your smiley face on the little bubble of your picture on my phone. So here's our declaration of faith. To whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. And we have believed and have come to know that you are the Holy One of God. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ, King of endless glory. And morning, Roxanne, as well. Lovely to see you this morning. So now we come to our readings for today and um, I think I've kind of thought of the theme and written it down as challenges 
and words of comfort and reminders. So see if you agree with me when I get to the end of all of the readings. And the first one, morning Julie, um, comes from Psalm 18 and it's verses 6 to 9. In my distress I called to the Lord, I cried to my God for help. From his temple he heard my voice, my cry came before him into his ears. The earth trembled and quaked, and the foundations of the mountains shook. They trembled because he was angry. Smoke rose from his nostrils, consuming fire came from his mouth, burning coals blazed out of it. He parted the heavens and came down. Dark clouds were under his feet. He mounted the cherubim and flew. He soared on the wings of the wind. He made darkness his covering, his canopy around him, the dark rain clouds of the sky. Out of the brightness of his presence, clouds advanced with hailstones and bolts of lightning. The Lord thundered from heaven. The voice of the Most High resounded. He shot his arrows and scattered the enemy. With great bolts of lightning, he routed them. The valleys of the sea were ex exposed and the foundations of the earth laid bare at your rebuke, Lord, at the blast of, of breath from your nostrils. He reached down from on high and took hold of me. He drew me out of deep waters. He rescued me from my powerful enemy, from my foes who were too strong for me. They confronted me in the day of my disaster, but the Lord was my support. He brought me out into a spacious place. He rescued me because he delighted in me. Let's just pause for a moment because what an amazing picture of God, our loving Heavenly Father, in all his power and awesomeness and his hatred of evil and just that first few lines i think really spoke to my heart this morning in my distress i called to the lord i cried to my god for help from his temple he heard my voice my cry came before him into his ears and then the last um, few uh, couple of verses or last verse he brought me out into a spacious place he rescued me because he delighted in me golly isn't that amazing to think that is true for each one of us and Reading aloud the psalm this morning reminded me, we're reading in um, Book and Cake, the How to Pray book by Pete Gregg that goes alongside the prayer course. And he was talking in this particular chapter about the power of speaking the psalms aloud 
And I think that's just really hit me this morning because those words just cut through all of the rubbish, don't they? All of those rubbish thoughts, all of that rubbish in our lives that gets in the way, all of the busyness. God is there. He loves us. He hears our cry and he helps us. And there's absolutely no doubt about it. And our job is to just believe and enter into his rest. So some scary images there of the mighty awesomeness of God, followed by that individual power of the relationship that we have with him. And su such encouragement and such a great reminder. So our old, other Old Testament reading is from Malachi chapter 4 and verses 1 and 2 and Malachi is one of the shortest books in the Old Testament the last one in the Old Testament and it's nice to occasionally come across it so here's verses 1 and 2 of chapter 4 surely the day is coming it will burn like a furnace all the arrogant and every evildoer will be stubble and, the and that day that is coming will set them on fire, says the Lord Almighty. Not a root or a branch will be left to them. But for you who revere my name, the sun of righteousness will rise with healing in its rays. And you will go out and frolic like well-fed calves. Isn't that beautiful? And again, you've got this incredible mix of the scary awesomeness of God and his hatred of evil that we had in the psalm and this beautiful promise to those who revere his name. The sun of righteousness will rise with healing in its, wind, in its winds. And as we pray this morning for all of those that um, are poorly, or suffering in any way what a great thing to pray over them that the sun of righteousness will rise with healing in its wings and i love that image i'm not quite sure i feel very frolicky today i don't know about you but isn't that beautiful that we're going to frolic like well-fed calves oh so beautiful well-fed both by the word of god and his presence and by all his blessings I love that idea that we're going to frolic. I'm sure Julie Waterman's doing some great frolicking on her holiday. <laughs> it sounds wonderful. I've seen some of the photographs and they're really beautiful. So our New Testament reading is from John's Gospel, chapter 14 and verses 1 to 7. And I think this is my, my theme of reminders here. Um, which is about who Jesus is and what he's done for us. Just, yeah, I'm in the right chapter. Golly, I was going to read the wrong chapter then. I thought, gosh, that doesn't sound quite right. Do not let your hearts be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. My father's house has many rooms. If that were not so, would I have told you that I'm going to there to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, 
I will come back and take you to be with me, that you also may be where I am. You know the way to the place where I'm going. Thomas said to him, Lord, we don't know where you're going, so how can we know the way? Jesus answered, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you really know me, you will know my Father as well. From now on, you do know him and have seen him. And of course, for the Pharisees, that was another piece of blasphemy, considering God, who cannot be known, to be our Father. Um, and just Jesus was stating precisely the facts about who God is. So we've seen him in the psalm, and we've seen him in Malachi, in all his power and awesomeness. And now we're seeing him as the loving father that Jesus came to share with us. The condemnation of sin, yes, but Jesus is our righteousness. Through him we are saved, through him we're forgiven, through him we come into that relationship with God as our father, which is what's so blessed about the true Christian faith. It's not about religion. There are traditions and there are liturgies and there are other things which can be very helpful, but the basis of everything is relationship. Our relationship with God through Jesus Christ, that is the key to the Christian life, to ongoing sanctification and discipleship, which lasts our whole lives. It just doesn't end after we become Christians. Discipleship, as we know, goes on forever. And God takes us through the rough and the smooth. And we're called to worship him and to praise him throughout for who he is. And again, reading that um, Pete Gregg book this morning uh, was really helpful because he reminded um, the reader that... Um, we're called to praise God however we feel and I think that's an important thing and I think we've had this in the Psalms before where David started with a good old moan about how dreadful everything is but he kind of comes through that and says thank you God for everything that you are and for help and then he starts to believe as soon as he starts to thank God he starts to believe and enter into God's rest. So I think that whole concept of praise is such a blessed one for us to remember. And it can be so difficult when you're going through tough times, whatever those tough times are, <coughs> whether it's ill health or struggling with work or relationships or whatever, to praise God for that very situation is incredibly powerful. Which takes me to the reflection for today by Marjorie Milne of Glastonbury. Rhymes from a Lindisfarne monk. So Julie Waterman's up 
in that area at the moment, and I'm sure she's visited Lindisfarne by now. It is a beautiful and, and strangely haunted place, but these are the words of a from a Lindisfarne monk. In the crack of the wind I trace his feet, and none in his coming was e'er so fleet, so sweet. Often my heart is a heavy stone, mocked, trodden under and spat upon, my way a murk, and I alone, alone. Then in my heart flames a climbing star, at his pilgrim feet come flashing far to bring me where the blessed are. By him I'm fed and healed and shriven, he is the cleft in my dark sky riven whereby I may leap to the bending heaven through the storm. Fascinating, isn't it? A sort of modern psalm, if you like, but really inspiring words. Just somebody's experience, a saint of old's experience of God in their life. And I love this line that says, often, often, the word often, my heart is a heavy stone. And I guess that's that's true of our lives, isn't it? We, we're often having hearts that are heavy stones. We put on a very brave face, but inside we're feeling a bit gruesome. Um, and somehow God is able to break through that. Then my heart flames a climbing star as his pilgrim feet come flashing far to bring me where the blessed are. So that's a prayer for us today, that God will bring us to where the blessed are, in whatever position, whatever we feel today, that that heart of st heavy stone, he will lift that stone away and through praise and give us a heart of flesh to worship him and to remember just how wonderful he is. So if you have any prayer requests, I haven't seen any yet on my phone, but do please pop them into the chat and I'll keep looking at that. Um, just a reminder, because Julie uh, Judy mentioned this yesterday, that uh, part of the challenge between Ascension and Pentecost is to pray for five people to come to Jesus. Well, I thought we could do that this morning. I don't know who your five people are, but maybe we'll just have a moment of quiet in prayer together to think of and remember those five people that we long to come to know the Lord Jesus Christ as their saviour and to know his comfort in their lives. So let's just be quiet for a moment and think of those five people.
I'm sure the Holy Spirit laid um, five people on your heart. I don't think we have to pray for the same five every day, but really lovely to um, have those few moments. Thank you, Leslie. We're going to pray for your daughter and just praise God that the surgery went well yesterday and she's awaiting the biopsy results. 10 days praying it's benign, amen. So let's join Leslie in um, that prayer. Lord Jesus, we thank you for um, Leslie's daughter, Katrina, and we praise you that you've brought her safely through the surgery. And we pray for your blessing on the results that the whatever it is will not be malicious but it will be benign and that she will make a full recovery and that this whatever it is this these growths will not come back Lord Jesus we pray you'll bless her and keep her and make your face to shine upon her through these difficult times she and Leslie will be able to praise you for all the blessings that you bring to them and Lord Jesus, we pray with um, Julie for Irene and Don, and we do pray for Irene, particularly in hospital, that you will draw close to her, that she will know you, that her heart will flame with joy, as in the words of that reflection today, through the difficulties that she's going through in treatment. Please enable her to be totally healed, to bring her out of that hospital, Lord Jesus, a new person, a person, um, what was the word, frolicking, like a young, well-fed calf, I think that's such a beautiful image, Lord, and we just thank you for that and pray for Irene that you will give her joy and peace and that she will enter into your rest because she believes. And Lord God, we pray with Ruth for um, Anna May, who's in hospital, having the scan on her foot and hopefully a full cast so that it will continue to heal. So Lord Jesus, we just lift Anna May to you and this scan this morning. We pray that the doctors will be confident to be able to put the full cast onto her foot so that the healing will happen more rapidly and more securely and we praise you for her we thank you Lord Jesus for drawing close to her and showing her how much you love her and for knitting that bone back together Lord so we ask it in Jesus name and we pray with um, Stuart um, particularly for the effectiveness of the vaccines with the Indian variant, Lord Jesus. And we also pray uh, within this prayer for people as lockdown eases slightly and people start to mingle and mix together again and come into each other's homes, that you will help people to be sensible and not to be, not to go mad and do things and meet together and be, not take risk into full consideration and we praise you for the scientists <coughs> and we praise you for the wisdom that you've given them and the insights that you give them as they continue to work on developing 
vaccines into the future for COVID-19. We praise you for the Christians amongst them and we praise you for the resilience and the faith that you give them. We pray for their colleagues who maybe don't know you and we pray that they'll both be effective in their jobs and effective witnesses to your love and your power and your glory in those laboratories where they are developing further vaccines. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for our politicians. We're called to pray for the politicians. And we just pray for wisdom for Boris and his cabinet as they give consideration to how the Indian variant is affecting the country. And even though we would all be really, really disappointed to have some limitations put on our movements again, we pray, Lord, that the politicians will be bold and wise and listen to the scientists as to what is the best course of action to keep people safe. And we thank you, Lord Jesus, for just for blessing us in whatever situation we're in and for delivering us from this pestilence. And we thank you, Lord, for all that you've brought about through it, all the blessings, meeting virtually like this, virtual and face-to-face -face church services, praise together like in this way. We just pray, Lord, that those blessings will continue but that you will get rid of this horrible virus. And we ask it in the name of Jesus and for his glory. Amen. And Lord, we also um, want to lift to you <coughs> teachers in schools who are daily potentially opening themselves up to risk for the pupils as they learn that you will take away the anxiety and um, enable them to learn again together and to learn well and we just praise you for pouring out your spirit on our schools and that your blessing particularly for your people in those schools your disciples will be able to share the gospel with others as and when the opportunity arises and we pray for Roxanne who's with us this morning we thank you for her and pray for continued healing of body, mind and spirit, particularly that you'll give her that resilience to cope with this ongoing problem and that you'll bless her and strengthen her in Jesus' name. We pray for Bob Carkey too, who must be very anxious at times about his vision and we just thank you so much that when you were here on earth, Lord Jesus, you healed the blind. We pray for the progress that he has seen in his eyes. We pray that progress will continue and that you will heal him in Jesus' name. And we pray for those that we know who suffer from long COVID, particularly for Sue, Michelle and Kat, we thank you that there is some improvement for Michelle and Sue, that they're beginning to be able to do a bit of work, but we also know, Lord, that they then have to stop and just take a breather and they can't continue because they're tired. Lord, we pray that you will lift this curse of long COVID from our brothers and sisters and enable them again to have that energy to frolic 
like calves, well-fed calves. We praise you for the healing that you've brought to Noah and we thank you for continued healing for him and strength and energy for his family as they get into those treatments every day. And we pray for Karen's husband as he goes into hospital for this minor op. I'm not quite sure when it is, Lord, but we just lift him to you. We pray that you will enable him to see that prayers are for him are being answered and that you love him, that you are his loving Heavenly Father. And we praise you for Karen's patience and faith and trust in you to bring her husband into a living relationship with yourself. And we pray for the Stuffle family. And we know that they've been through such a lot with both daughters being ill and Becky after that really serious car crash. Please be at the centre of that family. Strengthen them and bless them. Fill them with your Holy Spirit and may that healing be accelerated for Hannah and for Becky. And we thank you that you are doing a new work in their lives. And we praise you for your provision for them and this, for the strength that you're going to give them to get completely well. And I'm just checking to see if anyone would like any other prayer. Um, but we do want to pray, Lord Jesus, for India, because although we've, we've managed to get the Indian variant here, we mustn't forget that over there it's just so terrible. We pray for friends and family, brothers and sisters in you there, and we pray that you'll bless them, strengthen them, and keep them safe and bring about an end to the chaos that they're experiencing. And we pray to you for Israel and for Palestine, that we know, Lord Jesus, that it's in your prophecies many, many times and in your plan that it will be difficult for those two countries to be reconciled. They are both your people. There are Christians in both communities. And we pray, Lord, that you will have mercy on innocent people and that um, you will bring peace again in these areas of the Middle East. And we praise you, Lord, that your people, Israel, will come to you, will come to know you as Lord and Saviour. And we ask all these things in Jesus' name and for his glory. And let's close by saying the Lord's Prayer together, remembering that those beautiful words at the very beginning, Our Father. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory for ever and ever. Amen. And now let's say this gorgeous and glorious canticle together. Christ as a light, illumine and guide me. 
Christ as a shield overshadow me, Christ under me, Christ over me, Christ beside me on my left and my right. This day be within and without me, lowly and meek yet all powerful. Be in the heart of each to whom I speak, in the mouth of each who speaks unto me. This day be within and without me, lowly and meek yet all powerful. Christ as a light, Christ as a shield, Christ beside me on my left and my right. And the blessing. May the peace of the Lord Christ go with you wherever he may send you. May he guide you through the wilderness, protect you through the storm. May he bring you home rejoicing at the wonders he has shown you. May he bring you home rejoicing once again into our doors. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you all so much for joining me this morning for morning prayer and it is always such a blessing however your day starts to be able to pause and to worship God however you feel at the start of it I know we always feel a lot better by the end of it so praise God for that and for those Bible readings that have inspired us all this morning and amen thank you Bruce and thank you Pauline have a great day everybody and I look forward to seeing you next time bye